0: Howdy, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Living the Dream Podcast with yours truly, Caitlin Flowers. Once again, remember, if you haven't already, go subscribe to all the social media accounts, follow all the podcast streaming apps. All the podcast handles will be in the notes section of this episode for you. Hit that share button for this episode, for this podcast. Maybe I say something today and it might not be for you, but simply sharing it with a family member or a friend, it could help them and it can impact them as well. While you're at it, leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. That is greatly appreciated. Small shares and reviews make a huge impact on me. Listen, I hope you enjoy this episode. Y'all check it out. If you are listening to my voice right now, thank you for coming back. Thank you for joining me and allowing me to be a part of your day, your night, your routine, your drive. Whatever you're doing right now, thank you and you. allowing me to be a part of it let's get into this real talk moment so guys i have been binge watching a show called married at first sight i love that show so much um i like romantic shows and romantic movies but that's just who i am but if you never watched the show there's a pool of people that get chosen um, by these love experts quote unquote and only a certain amount of singles get chosen to marry each other They've never met each other. They never lived together. Some of them have never seen, most of them have never seen each other. Um, There has been a couple on this episode that did see each other before, so that was interesting. But yet and still, these singles live in the same city, never met each other before. They live in the same city, and they all chose to take a chance with their lives and with their future. What if you made a decision today to take a chance? To take a chance on your future. You know, as we're thinking about this, um, you know, many people have told me, you know, I have a gift. I have a voice. I have a story. I can lead. And, you know, I was like, you know, that sounds good, you know. But, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I was never the person to always want to be in front or want to be seen by a crowd. I was definitely not speaking in front of a crowd or teaching or any of those things, you know. I was just willing to do my job from the back and go home. You know, that was just who I am. And I have a story to kind of go with this little testament. Um, when I was a little girl in church, there was kind of like a play and event that we had. And I had a part in it. And I had been practicing this part all week with my Nana. And I knew it, you know, I knew it by heart. I didn't need the paper to to read it or anything like that. So the night that it was time for me to say my part, they handed me the mic, and I did not say a word. I just looked out in the crowd. I mean, I was frightened. I didn't say anything, but I was kind of um repeating what my teacher was saying. You know, she was saying it for me, and I was repeating it up to her. But, you know, I should have done that, but I didn't want them to say anything. You know, I was scared. I was nervous. So, you know, my Nana, she was upset, of course. She was probably embarrassed, and she said on Sunday morning after church, um after the preacher had gone on preaching that I was going to go up there and say my part and of course you know I was freaking out you know but I was a little girl you know so I didn't really have no choice I didn't really talk that much either so it was like, I don't like are you going to get up there and do it so got up there handed me the mic in front of all these people mind you this was a Sunday morning church service in front of all these people and I said my part and when I tell you everybody stood up Everybody started clapping. They were so happy. They were joyful, you know, but that that wasn't me. I had I had to take the long road instead of me just saying the part and I could have been done with it. But instead I just chose to not want to say anything and just made it hard on myself. But um so yeah, I was never the type to just wanna be in front of everybody and kinda just be the spotlight. You know, I was never that kid, I was never that person, but Back to the topic at hand, you know, these couples are chosen to be married at first sight, and it's it's kind of unorthodox. It's kind of untraditional. I know some of the parents on there, they don't agree with it. They were like, you know, this is not the way. How do you even know this person? You don't know what you're doing. You could be throwing your future away. You know, you don't really know what this is. And it goes against everything that we call normal. And I was thinking, like, so what? So what is unorthodox? So what is untraditional? I dare you to go do something this week that's out of your normal. Something you've been scared to do. You know, I have many stories that you'll probably hear throughout the season on how I did things that I was afraid of. You know, things that weren't in my plan, things that took me outside of my comfort zone and things of that nature. But there's this one particular testament to this. Um, I applied to be a summer camp counselor about two years ago and you know I was excited this is my first time actually working this long length of time with kids so you know I was excited I needed the experience and things of that nature and they told me you know oh we have to do opening ceremonies and closing ceremonies and hear the dances hear the songs you have to do it with the kids I'm like okay cool yeah no I'm not doing that I did not want to do that I was frightened like, have you ever stood in front of a group of kids and like you say something and they just look at you and it's like cricket sounds? That's how I felt. I swear every time I went up there, I swear none of them like said anything. Nobody cracked a smile. You know, it was horrible. But, you know, I was kind of taking off of everybody's energy, feeding off of their energy and taking the lead after other people, kind of learning from people who've been there for a while, you know, and. Here we are now, about two years later, and it was not that bad. You know, now you can give me the mic. I'm killing it every morning. You know, I'm bringing the energy after I drink my Red Bull or my Starbucks. You know, I'm taking the pies in the face when COVID wasn't around and allowed us to do that. I'm dancing with the kids. I'm making the kids laugh. You know, I have a story every day after work. I'm making long-lasting memories with them. But... If I would have never taken a chance and applied for this job and kind of opened myself up and did something that was out of my normal, out of my comfort zone, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't be as comfortable as I am today. I wouldn't have the experience. So moral of this real talk is do something daring. Do something outside of your comfort zone. Do something that's not your normal. You know, drive a different way to work. Or drive a different way back home from work. Drink a different flavor of coffee. Now that might be hard because I'm stuck to Starbucks. So try making coffee from home or something. Listen to a different genre of music that you don't normally listen to. You might actually find a new joy for something. Find something that you thought you didn't like but you really do like it. A new hobby, you know. Ask for a project that work that you know that you are not qualified for. And with that, you're probably thinking, well, what if I fail at it? Well, what if I mess up? Like, who am I to even ask for a project that worked? But guess what? What if you don't fail? What if you don't mess up? What if you are the person to take on a new project for the company? Do more. Do more for yourself. Do more for your team. You're never going to reach your highest potential of being comfortable. Trust me. I've had to cut weight before. I've had to lift weights. I've made it through many years of hell weeks and conditioning. Trust me. Do something daring. Do something outside of your comfort zone. Do something that's not your normal. But don't settle for less than what you're worth. But guess what? In order to do those things, you have got to get off the couch of comfort. That's real talk. It is now time for the word of the week. The word of the week is perform. We all know what perform means. Perform means to bring it. It means to show up, and complete your task. It means to give it your all when the lights are on you and it's showtime. You know, there's a, there's a saying that my coach had told us on one day. On a hot afternoon, oh my goodness, on track, she said, "Piss poor planning promotes piss poor performance. In order to perform at your best, you must prepare." You know, when she said that, I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know really what you mean." And she probably told us that because we probably weren't running hard enough, or giving a hundred and ten percent, or finishing the times, you know, that we were supposed to make. But You know, in order for us to have performed at our best, we have to prepare. No matter how much talent you have, how much talent you think you have, how many degrees you have, how old you are, you must prepare for whatever you want. You must prepare for what you're chasing. Or it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. So I'm going to give you three keys for your proper preparation that will prevent your poor performance. So if you're taking notes, if you're a note taker, get your notebook out. If you're driving, don't get your notes out, you know, just listen and come back to it. And so you can listen to it more and get what I'm actually saying and have a better understanding. But for all my note takers, here we go. Key number one, be disciplined. You know, I've heard that a lot. Coaches preach that a lot, you know, and we all can afford to be disciplined in some areas of our lives. Maybe it's in your finances. Sometimes you have to be frugal and save your money. You know, remember the goals that you have and the goals that you want to set for yourself. If you want to be debt free, you probably shouldn't be spending unnecessarily. Maybe it's for your mental health. Be disciplined with your boundaries that you set for yourself and you set for others. And you know, with boundaries, boundaries are to keep things out that don't serve you that don't provide you nurture and positive energy that you deserve. It's okay to set boundaries. There's a way to do it respectfully. But you should also be disciplined and stick to those boundaries that you set. Whether it's saying no to things. Saying no to people. Saying no to going out. You probably shouldn't be going out anyway because everything's closed or most of everything's closed. And you probably shouldn't be sitting down eating or anything like that. You know, just so you can be safe. Maybe it's you're trying to be vulnerable and express your feelings while balancing assertiveness. Whatever it is, be disciplined in the necessary areas of your life. Physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, be disciplined. Key number two, educate yourself. Everyone is a student that turns into a teacher. You learn something every day that you can teach somebody else. You know, you always have room to learn. You always have room for improvement. And I remember um, this saying that when you get your bachelor's, you realize how much you know. When you get your master's, you realize how much you don't know. And when you get your doctor's, you realize how much you will never know. And I thought that was just hilarious. Uh, Because right now I'm getting my master's. And yeah, it's a couple of stuff that I'm like, what? Like, what does this have to do with anything I was like that when I was getting my bachelor's too, so. But we all have different stages of life to grow and learn. But whatever profession you're in, you don't know it all. Someone knows more than you, and someone knows more than them. And it goes on and on. But never stop learning. Because once you stop learning, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, you don't become the person that you're supposed to be. So educate yourself. Which brings me to my last key, key number three. Buy into your process. Buy in. Who cares how long it takes you to finish? Just finish what you started. This phrase, buy in, means to be accepting of your journey and your process. And you must be willing to do whatever it takes to finish so you can perform at your best. You know, I say this all the time, but I have my journey. I have my story. You have your journey. You have your story. It may not look like mine's, and mine's may not look like yours. But guess what? That's what makes us different. That's what makes us unique. Because we all have a story to tell that can help somebody else. Because guess what? I have to be bought into my process. I can't worry about what your process looks like. I can't worry about your mistakes. I can't worry about your successes. I can cheer you on. I can. Guide you. I can help you, but I also have to be bought into my process. You have to be committed to the process. You know, I said this once the the year started. Don't compare your behind the scenes to someone's highlight reel. You know, a lot of people they post. You know, the yearly, the year end review and everything that they did that year. But you don't see that person fighting depression that year. You don't see that person. Crying at night. You don't see that that person probably lost a family member. You don't see that that person is probably not happy at the job that they making all this money at. You don't see that person in a gym all the time. Even though they post like their little six pack. You don't see that person in the gym. And the hard work that they're putting in. You just see the highlight reel. The things that look good. So don't compare your behind the scenes to someone's highlight reel. Focus on your process. Buy into your process. Don't focus on anybody else's process. Put yourself on the line during your process and during the planning, during the preparation stage. Then it won't be so hard to keep this mindset when performance day happens, when it's time for the highlight reel. You know, you have to get it right when no one's looking, when no one's in the gym, when everybody has clocked out, while everybody's still sleeping. So when everybody's looking at you, you perform with excellence. But in order for you to do that, you have to focus on yourself, buy into your process. Yes, it might be hard. Yes, you might have a lot of pit stops. Yes, you might have a lot of stop signs. Yes, you might have a couple bad days, maybe even some bad months. Maybe there's some things that's going to hinder you and set you back. But guess what? Buy into that. Buy into that pain. Buy into that process. It's okay. It's okay. For that to happen, but as long as you buy into your process and you focus on yours and not compare yourself to anybody else's story, everything will take care of itself. It'll work out for you. So, be disciplined. Educate yourself and buy into your process. You have to be humble enough to prepare so you can be confident enough to perform. Alright guys, let's wrap this up and head for home base. Once again, follow, subscribe, download, turn on all the notifications for the social media platforms. They will be posted below. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really do. Your support and love is appreciated and it will never go unseen. I want you to be impacted so you can go be impactful. I love you, God loves you, and that's all that matters. Until next time, folks. Peace.